it's a real dedication. Uh, it was real dedication. I did it for a yeah. cause. <laughs> yeah, that is right. <laughs> Heck yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Um, I see that it's recording, but Nicole, we're just wait on Nicole and then Zizi and I, and just get on started soon. Just talk about our experience and uh, we'll run through that. How's everyone doing so far, though? I found out that I could get dressed in my car like really fast. Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's the best. <laughs> I, I, I always have like anxiety of changing my car and I'm like, oh my God, I feel like, oh my God, I'm just going to change it. I got to go fast. I'm yeah, I I just lay the seats all the way down and I'm just like, you know what? Hey, just one, one quick swift movement. It's fine. Yeah. Dude, I messed up. There was one time where I was like, I came back from mountain. I was in the parking lot after mountain biking and I was changing out of my dirty clothes and yeah. I, I got in my car, pulled down my shorts. and like, there was like this kid that walked past my car and looked down at me while I was like <laughs> putting on my banana, my banana boxers, dude. Oh, it was, um, it was, a unique experience. <laughs> so after that, I was scarred. I love that. I love that that was recorded. <laughs> oh my god! Hell yeah! Oh, whoever's Same. editing this, hey, yeah. you know what? We're sorry. I mean, Jackson told the story. I didn't. <laughs> I don't know why I'm apologizing, but yeah, I'm sorry on yeah. behalf of Jackson. <laughs> oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. That's good. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, we'll wait on for some more folks. Um, Nicole, Nicole will be here soon. Awesome. Zizi, how you doing? Are you, doing are you ready? Good. Are you excited? I am. Yes, I'm having a little connection issue the whole day with Zoom, but hopefully oh, everyone can hear me right now. Honestly, like what is a Zoom call without technical issues? Oh, my gosh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, cool. We've got some folks hopping in soon. Give it a second. Let me ping Nicole and see what's going on. Okay, let's see here. Hey Ray, how you doing? I don't know if you can hear me. <laughs> That's okay. Maybe we can get started in just a bit, huh? Jenny, what do you think? Yeah, I think go for it. Sounds good. Cool. Awesome. All right, guys. Hey, so happy Monday, everyone. Today, I think we're going to be talking a little bit about um, me, uh, Nicole, and ZZ's experience in our pro in this program. And I think we're just going to be talking and just really keep it really casual, uh, more so like an open discussion about our experience, our frustrations, our successes, and really overall, you know, our job search experience within these past uh, within these past couple weeks. Um, and I think just starting it off, uh, I think just to, just to give you, oh, Nicole is here. Wonderful. Wonderful. So yeah, just to start off, um, I think it would be just really cool to just talk about um, how we are doing. So yeah, Nicole, Zizi, how are you doing? How are you guys doing? Some training to do with my new boss. So. Oh yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting. No, that's wonderful. Zizi, how are you doing? How's everything? 
I'm doing well. I just got off my TikTok work and duties. So <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> to have a chat with you guys and just to kind of share my experience. Because um, terrific. I know how like, you know, being this program with everything being remote, it's really easy to get lost. Um, but you know, we're all here for you. We're all kind of going through the same thing or we've been through it before. So we're just here to help and share experience and our stories as well. 100%. I totally agree. I mean, I think one of the perks of this, you know, when you compare it to like a online course at a typical university, it's like, it's like, those courses are notoriously bad for um, communication and really networking and really developing and throughout the course. But I think one great thing of ours is that we have this community and we have these people that we can rely on and chat with. So no, that's amazing. It's terrific. Awesome. Well, yeah, just maybe I think it would be great to give give the folks a bit of background about ourselves. Be talking about ourselves just a little bit. And just so, just so they can have an understanding of where we're coming from, where we've, what we've done, and what we've, uh, what companies we've been able to find ourselves in, and the opportunities that we've been able to land. So, yeah, I think um, Nicole, do you want to, you want to get started? You want to get that started off? Just sort of talking about where you've come from, and where you've worked yourself into. Yeah, definitely. Um, so not too long ago, when you know the pandemic started, I was actually in Colombia. Um, I had been teaching English online in order to travel, kind of solo travel. I had been doing that for a couple years, but I realized like teaching is really fun, but it's not my passion. Like I don't want to be a teacher forever. Um, and I was always like interested in entering recruitment because I kind of got a taste of it in a previous job and I wanted to do it full time because I didn't know it was a career. Um, and I found out it was. I was like, okay, how do I get myself into this career with no experience, you know, already three years now out of college. Um, no one's going to look at my profile. No one's going to look at my resume. Um, I, yeah, I'm a teacher and I worked in social work. So, you know, how, how's anyone going to look at that and think that I would be fit for the job? Um, so then I joined this boot camp because it looked perfect for me. And, you know, I really was on top of all the modules. I, you know, attended every single Q&A session. Um, Very involved. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And yeah. actually, if I pull up a calendar on my phone, I started with Chasing Unicorns on April 20th. And, you know, we had Q&As Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. On that same week, Thursday on the 23rd, um, we had a Q&A session with the head of talent at Omnitsa, and that was Dave. Yeah, and, great guy. Very nice. Yeah, great guy. Call, super nice. Um, he was talking in his Q&A session, and he said, um, you know, I'm just drowning in this work. I have so much work to do. We're hiring a lot right now, and I'm a one-man team. I, like, really would love to have an intern. And so immediately after that Zoom call ended, I got on LinkedIn and I said, thank you, Dave, for joining us. By the way, I heard you said you needed an intern. Here's my resume. And I sent it to him back in April, on April 23rd. And now I'm working for him. <laughs> so yeah, it was my first day of work today. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, he, he's been training me. Um, he's really patient. He's a really nice guy. And he remembered that I sent him my resume back in April. And he's, he probably thought, okay, like, this girl really wants it. Um, you know, since the beginning, she sent me um, her resume. So 
you know, it really pays to reach out to people and network, even if it's not going to pay off the first week, it paid off for me exactly two months later. So, you know, and that was just, that was after I reached out to a lot of other people. Like this is, he was just one person in a group of people I've reached out to. So, you know, that's kind of the moral of the story here is like, Chasing Unicorns kind of provided that contact for me through the Q&A. Otherwise, I would have never met Dave. But I really put in, I think, you know, 50% of the effort in terms of reaching out and sending my resume and like staying in touch with him. So I think that's kind of the whole point of this boot camp is like you're given these contacts, you're given this network, but it's up to you to really put in the work. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely maintaining that consistency and really trusting in the method. Uh, it really definitely does pay off. And overall, I'd say it's sort of like an investment, you know, like it's not going to pay off immediately. <laughs> exactly. It's such a huge investment of time, whether it be applying for hours on end, working on your resume for hours on end um, for something that'll pay off months and couple, a couple months from now. So yeah, it really is something like that for sure. Amazing. That's, that's terrific. I'm glad that I actually, like, I definitely remember where I was and exactly um, everything about that call. So that, that, that's crazy how everything came full circle. So that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It was, he was a really nice guy and I think he'll be a great yeah. mentor. So I'm really excited about that. Absolutely. It seems like he has so much knowledge and so much experience and um, oh, yeah. very much willing to really share it with others too. I mean, it's amazing how open he was at that opportunity. So yeah, it's terrific. <laughs> yeah, awesome. definitely. What? All of our guests have been like very open like him, I've noticed, you know, yeah. especially like the ones in recruitment. They're all very nice. They're all willing to help and answer questions. It's just a matter of like, you know, reaching out and connecting with them and they'll remember you. Yeah, they're I, 100%. I think reaching out to folks are, I, I think folks are more willing to, um, more willing to help others than what others may, may, see, may, may think. Like re- reach outs may seem like, oh, they don't want to hear from me. This is going to be like spam. More likely than not, they're, they're more than willing to help someone trying to get into this industry. Maybe it might be something like, maybe they might be, might've been in the same shoes at the beginning of their career. So I think exactly. it's, it's definitely a hundred percent worth it. And you really lose nothing <laughs> for sure. Exactly. You really lose nothing at all. Awesome. Well, um, switching gears a bit, Zizi, how was your experience like when you started out at the beginning and then just working through um, and finding that super solid career at TikTok, the, the yeah. social media platform that folks scroll through all the time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so a little background on myself. I studied accounting, did accounting, public accounting for a little bit. I hated it because I was an auditor and everyone never really appreciated auditors. Um, and then eventually I did FinTech for a little bit and then I was given the opportunity to start a business with my friends. So I left the tech industry, started my business, um, and then I was doing that for a year and a half. And um, earlier this year, when things kind of started to slow down a little bit around January, that's when I first started kind of applying to jobs again. And I feel like I've just kind of, you know, spent the last three years of my life jumping from jobs to jobs, just trying to figure out what I really wanted to do. And then it was during my time when I was um, recruiting for my business because I was a one man team and um, I did full cycle recruiting from, you know, uh, 
uh, posting the job JD to uh, screening to interviewing onboarding and training I really enjoy that aspect of my business and I really wanted to kind of um, take it into a the tech industry I always knew I wanted to go back to the tech industry and that's why in the beginning of this year I started kind of looking for jobs again um, it was I think my job search started at the end of January um, but I didn't really pay much attention to it you know I would probably just apply jobs here and there and then around February that's when I kind of started to get more serious um, just because that was when the initial corona you know, um, news kind of started happening around the world. It didn't hit the U.S. yet, um, but I just had more time because I was in the restaurant industry, so business was slowing down um, because of, you know, less tourists were coming in to the U.S. Um, and then I started applying to probably, honestly, every day, probably like 10 to 30 jobs a day. And it wasn't yeah. until I actually have the initial message from when the recruiter reached out to me, April 16th. <laughs> So Never forget that day. I, <laughs> I know. So it's probably like I would say like around the middle of February to April 16th, I was literally applying to probably 10 to 30 jobs every single day. And I mm. was getting no like results, no call back. I was going to just like this black hole and it was very discouraging. And then I came upon Chasing Unicorns um, program and I was like, wow, what better opportunity to learn more about recruiting with in the tech industry because I've done recruiting outside of the tech industry but you know like with all the job postings it's like technical recruiters uh, technical mm. sourcers so I want to learn more about that and I thought this program would be the best fit for it um, and then when I ultimately got the job at TikTok um, I could have easily dropped chasing unicorn but I didn't do that because I felt like you know the program was still very beneficial to me um, you know it's such a close and like it's such a nice community that you have. And like, if you really take advantage of the resources, like Nicole had said, um, you build so many connections and so many network. And even Definitely. just from like the mentors, like I'm fortunate enough where I get to work with Rachel, um, you know, weekly. And she is just She's the best. Awesome. You know, she like, she <laughs> kicks ass. She's, her experiences oh, yeah. and her stories are like literally amazing. And like till this day, like just the other week, um, she told us to watch this movie, The Secret, which is all about like, you know, manifesting and being positive. And I've always had a mentality, but I've never had like a movie that I could put my thought into like place. And Definitely. when I watched it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I'm going to even be more positive. And, you know, just the past two weeks, being more positive. Um, it really like lifts up your spirit. So, and like, you know, the whole idea of this talk is I know it's easy to kind of get lost in the program, especially being remote. You don't have that buddy that you see every day um, like you do at, at in-class um, session. Um, but, you know, do your outreaches, like, to the mentors and the execs in this um, group. Like, Ray, Jenny, and Rachel, they're amazing. Just spend some time, like, chat them up. They're, I'm sure they're willing to do one-on-ones with you and share their experience, and they're just – so much to learn from them and from the guest speakers as well. Like even with the guest speakers that I attend um, weekly, I still like connect with them. I still add them on LinkedIn. I still send them a no. I still try to make small talk with them because you really never know when these connections will come um, in handy. And working at TikTok, I've realized that, you know, a lot of these applicants and a lot of these people that are kind of making through the interview rounds, they're, they're referrals rather than, you know, like, applicants who just send their application via the web 
And, you know, I've like told some of you guys that when we have one-on-ones, like the referrals really like go a long way. Like I know everyone says that and I know everyone's probably sick and tired of hearing it, but the referrals really go a long way because um, for us, it's like, if you have a referral, um, if you're a referral applicant, you skip the whole HR kind of information call. And like, that's already one step that you don't have to do, you know, that you're kind of like one step ahead of another person. So really take advantage of the referral and just be positive. Honestly, I know like it's easier said than done, but positivity and just like, you know, not getting discouraged. It's funny just because the other day, um, I got a rejection letter <laughs> from <laughs> I still get them a job too, man. Oh. that I applied to like probably like back in March or February, I forget. But like, that's like, you know, and it really shows like your application sometimes like no one even gets to it, you know, because there's so many applicants and like, like when you are rejected or if you don't hear back, don't take it to heart. Like, it's just because like with how the economy is, there's just so many people applying and like, don't think that you're not qualified, you know, like you are, but sometimes it's just like, they're just so flooded with resumes and applications that you don't even get to you. Like I literally laughed when I opened that rejection letter, like <laughs> this past weekend. And it was like, oh, like, unfortunately, you know, like we've chosen to select another candidate that suited the role more. And I was like, haha, this is really funny because <laughs> I applied to the, this job back in February and now I'm just getting the rejection letter <laughs> so yeah just be positive and uh, keep your spirits lifted guys absolutely it's I mean uh, a rejection does not mean a rejection it might mean it could mean that it is um, possible diversion to a better thing you know like for example um, I, I received a rejection letter from oh, I think it was slack actually funny enough um, and basically the rejection letter was it wasn't, it was, it was more so like, um, you know, with the typical things, you know, um, we have selected another applicant, but we hope that this will um, allow you to consider other opportunities that will contribute greatly to your career. And I think that puts it really greatly because it's, it, it's, you shouldn't really take those rejections to heart. Um, and a rejection can mean a point in the right direction, you know, so not all rejections mean that you're, you're someone who's unqualified. It might mean, it might be for completely other reasons, um, whether it be for uh, not the right culture fit, you know, maybe it might be for something that you're overqualified for. Um, so just really not, not taking those to heart and really keep on pushing forward and really maintaining that tenacity that really gets you through. Um, and just really talking about, and this, um, switching gears a bit, uh, in I just to give you guys some perspective in my experience, um, I started off my, my sort of recruitment uh, career over in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, um, in a software startup company. I was a recruiter there, started off in sort of the HR team. And yeah, did a little bit of recruitment there, worked my way through, um, finished up my contract over in February. And that's when I started sort of my, uh, my job search over here in the Bay Area. And it actually started in the worst economy ever. Uh, it, was, it was absolutely terrible. And actually just around then, came across chasing unicorns um, within recruitment. I think one of the, one of the most um, sort of neglected things is really um, development and really growth within your career. Recruitment is such a high, high fast, um, sort of a fast paced role. There's not a lot of time to step back and really look at, um, look at a lot of the skills and a lot of the um, tips and tricks necessary to succeed. Um, and so after finding a program such as chasing unicorns, it's really dedicated to those sort of skills and developments. Um, it was something that was so interesting. 
in addition to that, really the community of people that really gets you moving forward. Um, I think in my, so throughout my job, job search there, um, it was something that was incredibly tough. Uh, I started off in, yeah, started off in about February um, and really dove deep in March. And throughout all the time until now, I've just maintained sort of the consistency, very much like uh, Nicole's story, very much like ZZ's story. I think one of the biggest things that really runs true through all of these uh, situations and all of these um, experiences is really maintaining that consistency. Um, one day, one week, you might feel like you're beaten down. You've applied to 30 million jobs and you see someone on Slack saying uh, that they found an amazing job but you've just gotten your fair share of rejections. You've gotten a ton of um, failures and I mean, just a lot of rejections and a really, really slow week. Um, but, you know, if you just maintain, if you just maintain that consistency, knowing and really trusting the process, um, you never know when that great opportunity will, will pop up. That's exactly my experience. Um, I, I spent nearly like weeks on weeks on weeks over 800, nearly 900 positions that I applied for. Um, and I mean, honestly, just, just to give you guys some transparency about three weeks ago, I was like super discouraged. I was like considering, um, really stopping a lot of it, but, and really just waiting and, and just stepping out of it and just really taking the time for myself. And I just told myself like, okay, well just really trust this process, continuously apply and continuously apply and you'll hit something just really trusting the process and really maintaining that consistency. And lo and behold, um, was able to hear back from a recruiter and move interview stage after interview stage, not really getting my hopes up because that I've already, I've already been through so many processes that I'm just, I was just really pooped out, but I just maintained that sort of um, consistency through this interview process and was able to finally land that role after months on months and months of searching and networking, reaching out to people. Um, you could, you could be lucky and really find those great experiences really straight out of the gate. But I think um, it really, it really, um, you really need to be consistent in your, in your efforts too. I think one of the biggest things that really kept me going forward um, was really just trusting in the process. And I think that it definitely makes it easier that we have folks all around us in this program to really get us moving forward in it. Um, and so, yeah, that was really, during my experience interviewed with um, Maxim Healthcare, one of the, biggest healthcare staffing firms here in the here in the US actually and uh, I'm, I'm moving forward in a, in a healthcare recruiter role um, so yeah it's a little bit about my experience there um, I think moving forward I guess we can talk a little bit about maybe some some of the main themes I think one of the things we're, we're highlighting at the end of our sort of stories is um, some of the main themes that we found throughout all of our stories and maybe through talking about this some folks can maybe um, some folks can probably align with them and, and really relate with a lot of the things that we're working through. So yeah, maybe uh, Nicole is easy. Uh, what are some of the main themes that you found in your search that have um, been consistent throughout? Um, I would say I've um, added and written a personalized note for every single guest speaker on, you know, after the Q and A session. So I wait till the Q and A sessions are over and then I like, you know, thank the speaker, you know, mention what I really appreciated about their um, their words of wisdom and then that you know that's how um, now I have a job with Dave because you know I really reached out to him and sent him my resume but also another thing is that I found that I think it's a little more effective to um, reach out to people on LinkedIn and really focusing your energy on that 
Definitely. Um, yeah. In addition to applying, I, I don't want to say rather than applying to jobs, because of course you should be applying to jobs, but oftentimes we often hear about like the black hole. It just goes into the black hole and it's true. Like I've applied to so many jobs on LinkedIn and haven't heard back from many, or if I've heard back, they're all rejections, like automated mm -hmm. messages. However, like if you have a referral, um, you know, it makes a huge, huge difference. Like referrals are everything. So I would say spending most of your energy, like reaching out to relevant people and obviously not asking for a job right away, but just talking to those people, like asking about their life, just gaining mentorship from them. Even if nothing comes out of it, you'll have a connection, you'll have a mentor that comes out of that. And um, I would say, yeah, really focusing energy on that. Definitely, really, really learning from people and, and really networking and, and building those mentors are so is is incredibly important. I mean, even if you even when you find yourself in a new role, that's I mean, the job search is only a part of it, right? In your whole career, um, and I think that once you once you land that great role, I think that I think that mentors have been incredibly valuable to me, even beyond 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 finding that simple role. Um, even navigating that first job, navigating really your, your professional um, timeline is, is something that would be so difficult without, without mentors guiding you in the right path. Even in my day-to-day -day work, um, in my old role as a recruiter, uh, I don't think I would have gotten through most of it if it weren't, if it weren't for folks um, who were incredibly knowledgeable within the industry and have the wisdom um, within the whole job uh, entirely. So yeah, I totally agree with you on that for sure. Awesome, well, Zizi. Um, in terms of your overall experience, um, what are what are some of the biggest themes and, and things that have been have maintained consistent in your whole search and really your overall professional development? Yeah, um, I mean, honestly, grit. Like, you know, mm. just nothing comes easy. Like, job hunting is not easy, and then you know, finding your job is not easy, and then once you land that job, it's not easy. Also, <laughs> like, it doesn't <laughs> stop once you land that job. Because when I first started. A TikTok, like I'm telling you, no, guys, you like, made it, it TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I made it, yeah. and I was like, yes, I'm good, right? And then like I just get thrown in, and my pipeline is so big, and it's like it just doesn't stop there. Like you just have to keep grinding, and you have to have grit. Like maybe like down the road, you know, once you reach like a senior level or whatever, it gets easier. But like it doesn't stop. Like once you find that job, and like you just need to practice having grit, having like. The ability to work through it and not getting like you know um like not getting your spirit down and just being motivated and like waking up every day and just telling yourself okay, like, okay day, day, whatever happened you know if you had a bad day yesterday if you had a bad week last week like just never let yourself down and just keep on pushing through it like that's my biggest advice and just build on your connections like even when you land a job like keep building your connections um in LinkedIn, you guys could like if you're looking for a job. I think there's like this data analytics where it tells you how many like rec people viewed your profile or how many times your name appeared on the searches. As I grew my connections and as I grew my network, and as I started kind of engaging more and like you know like liking people's posts or commenting on people's posts, that number like skyrocketed. Like I think when I mm. first started um, job searching. I was I was not active on LinkedIn. Like LinkedIn was just something that like I rarely ever checked when I mm. was um, back in the restaurant in industry and like in my business. 
even when I was working in my previous fintech job, I like never used LinkedIn. I only started really using it this year once I when I was looking for a job and I realized how important and how big of a factor LinkedIn played into your application. And when I first started, I think it was like, you know, you appeared in like 12 searches, right? And then, <laughs> Definitely. Like, yeah. And then like once I started engaging more and like, um, you know, building my network, building my connection, like my number just started skyrocketing. So I think it's really important, you know, just being like recognized and the more active you are, the more recognized you'll be. Awesome. I love that. Really, really working and, and developing that grit is something that's so important for sure. Um, yeah, if I were to add something as well, I think one one big thing in my whole experience in this program um, that's been that's been really helpful for me personally is overall doing what works for me um, and adding and, and adding the things that will work for me personally. There's a lot of information in this program. There's so many there's so many tips and tricks. Um, and there's so much, and there's so many resources. At some point, it could be incredibly overwhelming. At, at some point, <laughs> um, and I think that one of the one of the most important things that has uh, been sustainable for me, and something that has really contributed to um, my quote unquote success, is something that I, I really I don't take every single resource and implement it into my workflow. Um, that would be crazy, and that would be incredibly overwhelming, and that would make this program uh, really difficult for me to manage. But I think one thing that's worked best is taking what works uh, and taking what would work great into my personal workflow um, and really implementing it um, through what will work for me. One that's been able to, that's been able to make my uh, performance sustainable. It's been able to um, make a lot of my processes so much more natural. And it's, been making, it's made the whole job search process and really the overall professional development process so much more organic uh, and something that uh, has, has been able to make more of an impact than um, if, I, if I were to follow every single little tip that um, everyone would provide. And, I, and so I think that that's one of the most important things to remember. Um, I, I think within my first couple of weeks, I was, I was probably easing on slowly through a lot of the, taking a lot of the different tips, implementing it slowly, um, and eventually finding my rhythm in a lot of this. I think it was really difficult at the beginning to manage my time. And I think that's, I've spoke to a lot of folks and I know that that's one of the biggest things is really managing your time within this whole program. There's so many different things to, to, to take account for. And there's so many, uh, yeah, it's just so many obligations that you have. But I think the most important thing is finding, the, finding your rhythm, finding what works. And that will drive you so much, so, so, so much further than if you were to follow, follow um, some, some tips and tricks that won't work for you. And so that's worked for me. It's, it's gotten me this far. And I, I think it's something that's, uh, that's, that I, I really follow by and subscribe to. So I think that's overall, that's, that's pretty much a lot of the different uh, tips and tricks and trends that we've been able to find in our personal job search. Um, I think it'd be incredibly helpful if um, some of the folks who are listening were, were to talk about maybe um, some of the things they've experienced in their job search, some of the frustrations, maybe even some of the tips and tricks that they found that could possibly be a benefit to others. So um, if anyone who is in this call could maybe share uh, a word or two, that would be incredible. Hey, so I'll go. Um, this is Natalie. Um, hey, Natalie. First, <laughs> hi, Jackie. Yeah, how you doing? <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a 
It's been about a week and a half. <laughs> yeah. I um I first so with what you found worked for you, I did have a question. I wanted to kind of know like what a day in the life looked for you that decided like was um like specifically eh, blah, specifically worked for your schedule. Um because even that itself could be beneficial to, you know, someone who maybe thinks the same way that you do. Um so, yeah. Yeah, I'd be more than more than happy to. Okay, go ahead. You do that, and yeah. then I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and tell my experience after. Awesome. Okay, that sounds great. Well, in in my uh, in my workflow, I think one of the biggest things I, in terms of creating my workflow and how I came to it, is really understanding how the times I work most efficiently, um, and and how I work best. Um, personally, how I how I design my workflow is I uh, I group together everything. Uh, I'll condense it, and I'll make sure that all the things that I work on. Um, are the only things that I work on within that time frame. So how, how my day starts, um, I wake up in the morning, uh, really dive deep into my work immediately. Uh, I take no distractions and I try to um, grill all my uh, job applications. Um, and, and really, I start off with that. Really simple work, running through websites, through job applications, spend an hour to, to two hours on that. Um, finish up on that uh, and start off on some on the work experience, doing a bit of sales calls. After that, developing a resume um, and really developing uh, my, uh, my my professional profiles. Maybe even reaching out to folks um, in the industry as well, um, and doing a lot of networking in, in as a whole. But I think that one of the one of the things that would be more helpful for, to folks would be um, is is really how, how I work through this. So how I how I really focus my time is. If I'm working on something, um, I will I will throw on noise canceling headphones. I will throw on buckets in my ears, and I, I'll focus my work on explicitly that. I've incredibly focused work. Um, I work really hard, but I think one of the biggest things that have that has made it really sustainable is making sure that I'll I take those breaks, dedicate times in my calendars that I'm that dedicate time in my calendar that I'm not working on anything, and. I'm really focusing that break time on literally something that detaches me completely. I'll go on Call of Duty. I'll go on, I'll watch YouTube videos. I'll do something that's completely not what I'm doing. For example, job searching, developing your professional profiles, working on the um, job, work experience stuff. Um, but I think what's made it really sustainable is making that work-life separation and really making sure that the, the, breaks, that, uh, the breaks that I'm taking off from it are, are really getting my, mind, getting my mind to a different place so that um, the the work can be more sustainable um, and it can be more, um, how can I say this in, in simple words, it's really um, something that's consumable. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's sort of my experience and my tips and sort of my uh, mentality going through that. Awesome, thank you. Um, so to speak a little bit about my experience thus far, I think the program is absolutely amazing. Um, and uh, I guess going off of what you said, sometimes it can feel like it's a little overwhelming because, you know, finding a job is in itself, if you want to do it right, um, is in itself a job, um, especially with the yeah, way that yeah. we're being taught to do this, which is like something we probably didn't even think of prior to, you know, starting Chasing Unicorns. Um, and so, you know, if anything, that's probably been one thing that I wouldn't necessarily say I'm struggling with, but, you know, figuring mm. out time management and figuring out what's working for me. I'm already in week five and I'm still trying to figure out what's working for me because I have a kid and, you know, I have, I have a whole Definitely. bunch of other things going on. So, um, I mean, that's one thing, but to talk about some of the things that are absolutely working and that are amazing, 
Um, yeah. So how I network is one of them. So we're hmm. supposed to be reaching out to maybe 50 plus, you know, new network connections per day. I'm, I'm doing way more than that. But for each person, I'm sending a personalized message. And no, I'm not taking all of my time to write a different message for each person. I have something that um, is basically a little template uh, that I send with my connection um, request. Um, and it's basically along the lines of, hi, my name is Natalie. I'm, you know, a talent partner in the Chasing's program, uh, or Chasing Unicorns program, you know, wanting to learn a little bit more about recruiting. If you ask people about a question about what they're doing, they're likely to answer. And it doesn't mm. seem like you're actually asking them for something. And so awesome. like a job, you know, like I, I do want you to hire me, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I saw that you had some open positions, but instead of going straight to that, it's just, Hey, you, you're in the recruiting position and, or you're head of talent. I want to know a little bit more about you and just, I kind of tailor it depending on, you know, what level or echelon they are within their organization. Um, and I almost always get a response back. I mean, I've gotten pages and pages of information. One woman wrote like, I mean, I, it, it could have been a novel. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, That's just, awesome. It was just great. And even from that, from doing that outreach, like today, I had um, an interview through just a random network connection. He passed me on to someone that hired him before. And I, I spoke with this woman today. I don't know if things going anywhere, but it's still like the, you know, the idea that this is working. Networking is working. And I never would have thought it before because I'm not a typical millennial. I hate social media. But um, <laughs> so that's one thing I, I'm finished the third process, the third interview process through another LinkedIn connection, just by asking that simple question. So I do believe that, you know, that is one thing that will super uber help um, when you're doing your, your networking, because um, like ZZ said, you know, you, a lot of this is going to come from referrals. And so getting mm. to know these people, actually getting on a phone call with them, you know, telling them who you are, learning about them, they're going to remember you more. Um, another thing is, uh, like Nicole said, you know, after the podcasts, you know, reaching out immediately, I always reach out and say something, you know, that's like, I, I love what you said here, or, you know, that seriously resonated with me and, you know, hoping to keep in touch with you, you know, throughout whatever. Um, and then another thing that's been working is, you know, I know we're all like kind of, I don't know how much each of you are desperate to find a job. I would say I'm slightly desperate, but <laughs> <laughs> also the thing to remember is, you know, you don't want to just be throwing, you know, spaghetti at a wall, you know? So mm -hmm. yeah, I'm going to be applying to as many places as possible, you know, eight plus per day, but I also want to go, go ahead and like, you know, maximize my chances of actually getting a call back. So I'm going to actually read through those job descriptions. You don't have to read through it. Like, you know, so intensely, but, you know, make sure that you have at least 70% of those skills that can be transferred over. Um, mm. And it doesn't have to be, oh, I've actually been a recruiter in the past. No, like, um, like Rachel's been saying, you know, what we're doing right now helps with, with, you know, our interview process, you know, we're learning mm. metrics and, and being data driven and working on KPIs. And so, like seriously like focus on like what it is you want to do know what you want to do um and you know attack it you know more strategically if that makes sense 100 percent. 
that was 100%. a lot. I totally, <laughs> no, 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 that was terrific. I think that was amazing. I think if you can share your, um, your template, I think people would love that as well in terms of um, your, your outreach. That would be incredibly valuable too. Um, oh, yeah. And that's, a, that's amazing. In the, in the Slack today. Awesome. Thank you so much. I think overall, that's, that's a, I think there have been some amazing about, things. I just wanted to add in about LinkedIn. Oh, yeah. So, um, LinkedIn has been amazing for me personally. I've gotten three jobs off of it. I've tripled my salary on it um, by not even just as a passive candidate, not even looking for a job, people just coming to me. Um, and it's really been one of these platforms that have opened up a lot of opportunities. Um, so I also moved to Italy and I made my new like best friend on LinkedIn. I literally networked for a friend, not to become friends, but more professionally, she was taking a master's program. I wanted information. She ended up meeting me for coffee. We talked about it. And she now she's like, one of my best friends. It's, it, it's really cool. Like, That's from you don't know where um, your life is going to lead, That's but general, it's just like, in general, your life is going to take you in so many different directions. And all you have to do is just walk through all open doors. And that can be um, creating a connection on LinkedIn and just, hello, how are you doing? People want to help other people. I mean, if somebody came to you and was like, hey, can you help me um, with whatever skill you're good at? Can you help me do this? Or can you tell me a story about this? I saw you're in the talent program. Would you talk to me about it? More than not, you're going to talk about it. People are going to do that for you too. It's inherent that people want to help each other. Um, not only that, just like how Natalie said, one thing can lead to another. You're going to have these conversations. They're going to say, hey, yeah, this is what I know, but I can link you to someone else that I know. I'm going to help you do this. Um, it's putting yourself out there. And even for people who might be introverted, the best part about LinkedIn is that you don't have to talk to people. You just type in a message and they look at your picture. That's amazing to be able to communicate with so many people across so many different, you know, areas, states, globally, to be connected into your next opportunity. It's just right at your fingertips. So I just wanted to add that in. And I also wanted to thank you, uh, Zizi, for the nice compliments as well. <laughs> very true very true Rachel's I have incredible. one more thing um, also yeah. it doesn't hurt to have a mentor um, if you see someone on you know LinkedIn social media that's doing what you want to do um, it really doesn't hurt to just reach out and say hey you know this is what I'm trying to do I'm looking for a mentor use that word specifically because they could just want to have a conversation with you. The worst that can happen is that that person is going to say, no, I'm not interested right now, or I don't have time. But, you know, if you find a number of people, you know, eventually someone's going to say they want to help you and they will literally like hold your hand and guide you, you know, in a direction that you want to go. Um, so I, I would strongly suggest, you know, if you can reach out to someone in recruiting or whatever space you want to go into um, and, and find a mentor. These people love helping. Just to jump off of that too, um, when you're looking for a job, let's say you've never done recruiting before, but you already know, like, I want to be a recruiter. This is what I want to do. More often, if you find out 
from people who are recruiters and they become mentors to you and they give you advice and they tell you about the job, they tell you about um, what it entails, you might find that you actually don't like recruiting and maybe you like something else. So one of the reasons we added on the different podcasts of like, you know, sales and CS is because we wanted to give you an opportunity to not get stuck in a profession that you might not like. So, you know, if you have the capability to be in recruitment, you also, and like, you know, I'm an outgoing person, I'm communicative, I am a go-getter, I'm driven. Those are the same qualities for CS and um, sales. Maybe when you hear someone speaking, you're like, actually, I didn't, I don't really like that aspect. Or actually, I really like that. That's something that, that sounds like something I would really enjoy. Um, I was just listening to a podcast and the girl, she's like a career contessa, uh, that's her name. And she, she's like a guru for, um, for finding jobs and landing them. They, she said that go on as many calls as you possibly can and interview people for the job that you want. What we did with the podcast was we basically gave you that platform to not have to go out and find your own mentors, to find your own conversations, but we're bringing the conversation to you so that you don't have to do all this outreach. You can simply just join the podcast, um, ask the questions that you need, and then kind of do some digging and, and research on what you really, really want. Absolutely. Totally agree. I mean, in addition to really learning about the different functions, when you learn about the different functions within an organization like that, you get to really understand where you're, where the role of a recruiter would sit as a whole. So even if you don't even want to go into that function, um, I think it's great to really understand your role in, in the whole business as a uh, entirely. So yeah, I know it's incredibly valuable regardless for sure. As a recruiter, you can also be placing for those roles. So you yeah, might be, definitely. You might be in a recru- as a recruiter, you might need to place someone in sales, someone in customer success, and to know those roles back and forth, you're gonna be so good at knowing exactly what criteria to look for on a resume, what to, questions to ask. Mm. Uh, you know, I, 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 in my background, I did a lot of different jobs. I never did one job and, and stayed with it. It was all in the same genre, but I did like different functions and what my whole entire premise on that was, it's you have to learn how to sweep the floors before you can uh, own the company or before you can turn on, keep the lights on. Because if you don't know how to do everything, then you're not going to understand or have empathy for others or you can't you know, hire people for your, your job. You can't, you need to know how to do everything. You need to be a well-rounded person in general. And especially professionally, it just makes you more um, of an asset. Yeah. And on the same breath as well, I mean, um, within recruitment, one of the biggest, one of the most foundational skills that you need to have is being able to have conversations with so many different people from different industries. You're not only hiring recruiters, you're hiring for folks who are, um, I mean, possibly, I mean, if you're hiring for tech or if you're hiring for a lot of different industries, you're hiring for a huge variety of people, whether it be in-house or agency, um, you need to be skilled and, and you need to develop skills to be able to conversate with folks from different functions. I think that's an incredibly valuable skill. Um, 
besides all the Boolean searching and all the, all the other tips and tricks that are covered in the modules. I think developing those, those necessary skills and in, in conversating and being able to carry that, um, yeah, carry that conversation with someone from a, from, a, from a specific function and really understand their expertise um, is, something that, is something that's really developed over time and, and something that you have to work to, work to develop and rather than, rather than it being learned in a module or two. So yeah, really develop, taking that time and really learning from folks from different functions is so important. Um, so yeah, in, incredible. Awesome. Anyone else have anything else to say? Any, any last minute things that, uh, that you'd like to share that would be helpful to others before we close things off? I think one of the biggest things, well, uh, you know, just making sure that you're prepared. Prep, look up who, who the interviewer is, if you know who they are, um, as well as what the company does and what they might offer. Um, just because those could be points of conversations that you could have, you know, throughout the interview. So it doesn't have to be one of these black and white kind of interviews, but it turns into a conversation. Yeah, definitely. 100%. I totally agree, man. Like Robert, Robert is a rock star recruiter. He's a, he works agency and pumps out high volume. So he definitely knows what he's saying. <laughs> but yeah, that's so important. I mean, doing the research, I think whenever I, I cop into an interview and I, and I'm well prepared with knowledge about the company and about the role and about the person I'm going to be speaking with, it makes conversation so much more effortlessly. Like it, it, it definitely makes it a lot more comfortable. And there's already a, already a, there's already one foundation of, of sort of, um, you already have sort of one level of relationship with the person you're speaking with. You have, you understand what they're trying to sell essentially in, in the second part of a, of a interviewing process, but you, you sort of develop that relationship uh, a little bit faster and you really understand where they're coming from. So it's incredibly important for sure. That's the one I to just add, like just everyone, if the moment that you feel like you want to give up and, you know, the negativity is overwhelming, turn to everyone, turn to somebody in the group, turn to myself, Jenny or Ray, anyone, because we're all here to help you. Everybody in the group is, and in the program is all in the same boat. Everyone's looking for a job. Everybody wants to, you know, succeed. We want you to succeed. Use the resources that you have. Don't don't walk alone and, and feel alone because you're not. You have a team behind you that's rooting for you. And at the end of the day, like if the minute you're you're feeling really down or you're you're not feeling great, just turn to somebody, you know, talk to someone, uh, maybe ask for help. Or say, hey, you know, Jackson, you applied to a thousand places. I can't even apply to a hundred in a week. What did you do? I need to know. Or uh, Nicole, what did you write to these people after the the calls? I'm afraid to write to them. Whatever it might be, just ask. Everyone's here to help. We're all in the same boat together. So we're it's just one team working together and it's that's the whole point of the program is that you're not at doing it all alone and um you know it's not going to happen instant gratification you're not going to join the group you know just put chasing unicorns on your profile and you're going to get a job tomorrow you have to put the work in and you have to push through the negativity you have to push through all of the no's because 
every, all the no's means that all, what did they say? They say uh, for every no, you're one step closer to a yes. To a yes, yeah. <laughs> so, and it's true because, you know, it's so funny, like all these quotes are coming back to me from my dad, but my dad's so great. Like, you know, when I was down and I was looking for a job, he's like, just keep looking, don't stop. Because the moment that you stop, you know, nothing's going to come to you. You're either going to be mm. content sitting on the couch doing nothing, crying, or you're going to get up and just do it every day. You know, like Jackson, your, your schedule is so on point. If you get off pace and you're not on a schedule and you're not held accountable for your mm. day, you're going to end up in a funk and it's going to be so normal for you to not have a job. You're not going to have that motivation anymore. So it's like diets, workout routines, and everything. Yeah, <laughs> you fall off track, you're going to lose it. Stay motivated, <laughs> stay positive. And if you feel yourself like falling back, just turn to somebody, uh, reach out in the Slack group, call me. I'm like super positive, like the secret crystals. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll pep talk you. She's incredibly motivating. Definitely reach out to your folks. <laughs> awesome, yeah, awesome, yeah. awesome. I was going to say, even if you guys want to use me as like a, as a prep, go for it. I prep candidates, you know, almost every week, you know, for different positions. Um, just let me know. And then we can go ahead and get on a, get on a prep call um, or even debrief just to see how it went. Just so you can talk through the process and sort of see where your strengths were uh, and see where we can improve. That's amazing. That's wonderful. Yeah. Same for me as well. If you guys want to chat about preparing for interviews and, and doing and really everything within the, within a job search, more than happy to, more than happy to help. And, and I know that everyone else in this program is more than, more than willing to do the same as well. Um, any, any last minute things anyone else would like to share before we close things off for the evening? Going once. I got to get a whole workout in during the call. <laughs> yeah. um, I, made, I made a post. So if you guys can go on to my LinkedIn and go ahead and like that. I just Absolutely. saw Carlos did said something um, and I'm going to post it in the Slack channel as well. Awesome. Awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. Lo love, love how everyone's like, helping uh, one another. That's amazing. I hope everyone liked the format of this call. Um, we'll post the video, the recording so that you can listen to it or share it um, within the group. Cause I know there's some people that aren't here. But give us your feedback. Tell me if, uh, you or tell us if you wanted more of this type of vibe. Um, we had a small group, just myself, Jackson, Zizi, and Nicole on Thursday, literally having almost the same conversation. And it was just so nice. So I, I want yeah. to take it out to the, the rest of the team. Awesome. That sounds great. Yeah, we'll hopefully we can have more of these later on down the road. Um, and yeah, it was, it was really nice. I think it's really nice because it takes away that like sort of formality aspect and people just can just be clear and open. Um, and yeah, that was amazing. Hopefully next week or the week after we have more folks joining on soon and, uh, more, uh, more muted mics to be unmuted and get some conversation going. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much guys. And yeah, everyone have a wonderful rest of your evening and be sure to reach out to reach out to folks because we're, we're more than everyone is more than willing to help. Um, and so, yeah, that, on that note, have a wonderful rest of your evening. Take care and have a great, have a great rest of your week. Thank you. Thanks, Jackson. Uh, Thanks, Jackson. All right, y'all have a good one. Uh, take care, y'all. Have a good week. <laughs> <At the end. laughs> Later, y'all. Solid. Nice, Rachel. That was great. 
You did an amazing job, Jackson. Oh, I, no. It was, a, it was a conversation. So I'm, I'm so still, I'll still be here. I'll still be here. I'm not leaving, I'm not leaving the talent program. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Okay.